The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. This is Michael Gano with Insight Israel, and it is another beautiful day in the Jewish state. It was a beautiful day. It is now 5 o'clock in the evening here. Uh, I normally do the show from the Tel Aviv area, but right now I'm on business uh, in the Sea of Galilee in the city of Tiberias, otherwise known as the Canaret. And uh, I want to say thank you to everyone, everyone who is listening right now on America's Web Radio. Thank you for your support for America's Web Radio, for David Moxley and all the guys there who bring you the truth with every program that they put on the air. I also want to say thank you to everyone who's listening, who follows Insight, I-N-S-I-G-H-T, to Israel, on our Facebook page, on our Instagram page, on our Telegram groups, and our WhatsApp groups. And if you want more information on that, please feel free to contact us. Reach out either directly through Insight to Israel on Facebook. Send us an email. Uh, or WhatsApp, because our WhatsApp phone number is there on our Facebook page. Or you can reach out to David Moxley at America's Web Radio, and he will get you the information so that you can learn more about what the media is not telling you here in the belly of the beast, ground zero, which is Israel. Once again, the world focuses on this country as this is the guinea pig for... Everything, whether it's war or injections brought to you by Pfizer and Moderna and everyone else, uh, this is the place to understand biblical prophecy and to know what's happening. Uh, because what happens here at Ground Zero will trickle down, will ripple effect all the way to your country. And uh, so we're seeing that even more so today. I also want to say... Uh, we, this is not cliche when I say it, we are praying for the people in Kentucky and Arkansas and I believe Illinois. Am I correct, David? Uh, I'm not sure about Illinois, quite frankly. Uh, but, you know, Tennessee and Arkansas and Kentucky, uh, particularly a town in Kentucky called Maysville, just Maysville, ab- yes. Just F. Absolutely destroyed. So, yeah. Well, David, not to talk too much about my personal life, my first marriage was in Paducah, Kentucky, which is not far from Mayfield. So, uh, but we're praying for those folks there, uh, here from Israel. And especially, you know, it's a crazy time of the year, sad time of the year between Christmas and Thanksgiving to have some kind of. Look, we've been watching the news from here on Fox News and the devastation. It's it's really, really, un, it's mind-numbing because my Israeli friends see it because they've never experienced anything like that. Oh, yeah. You know? Let me, and they uh, see the devastation, and, and there's a lot of people here praying as long the as, that are suffering from this tornado. As long as so, you brought it up, Michael, uh, if you don't mind me taking about a minute... But uh, the First Presbyterian Church of Mayfield was just, I mean, there's not a stick left. And as a Presbyterian, I went to my church, 
and have made phone calls about us adopting it. And for the Atlanta area, or any area, or anybody that's listening, wherever you might be, uh, contact me, and we're going to set up a We Want to Adopt uh, the First Presbyterian Church of Maysville and see if we can't get a construction fund going that will uh, they have to rebuild it from ground up. So uh, if you want to help, drop me an email, David or GM at America's Web Radio, and we're going to start some kind of building fund, particularly through other Presbyterian churches all over the country, if you're listening in. So take it back. It doesn't just have to be Presbyterian, but uh, we feel like we're... Uh, brothers and sisters together so uh, keep that in mind take it to your church your Presbyterian church and see if we can't help them thanks Michael fantastic David thank you for what you guys are doing trying to help folks during this time of year I, I you know I, I haven't been to the United States since 2016 and you know it's normally I, I have a very good relationship with my family but the time I feel the most homesick is between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I really miss my family a lot. And I, I can't imagine uh, what those folks are going through, you know, as they already enjoyed their Thanksgiving dinner, but now they're on the op. They're, wow, it's it's my number. Gee, so, Michael, David, let me ask you something. You yes, are a strong supporter of the military. I appreciate what you folks do with America's Web Radio. What would you say uh, we see the devastation of our military, of our blood and treasure from Afghanistan and Iraq. What do you say as an American citizen when it comes to, and I want you to be perfectly honest here because we I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. And I think we're probably going to be along the same lines. But right now, the Israeli government is calling on Israel. There's a big hype right now in Israel. Iran, 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 Iran. And the United States is being called upon by the Israeli government to help back them in a strike on Iran. And they've also gone as far as saying that we need more of an American presence in the Middle East with the only quote-unquote, and I'm going to say this, the folks who don't understand what's happening here in Israel, this is not a democracy. Let me emphasize, this is not a democracy. There is no freedom in the state of Israel. And we'll, we, if you've listened or watched my social media or listened to our prior radio shows, this is not a free country. Unless you're comparing it to their Muslim neighbors, then yes, that's a different story. But in comparison to what we know as Americans and what we're fighting for right now as far as our freedoms, this is not a free country. But what would you say, David, as, a, as someone who supports our military, who has a background, what would you say to more American troops coming to the Middle East? Well, my personal opinion is we shouldn't have left to begin with. Uh, you know, we could have stabilized Afghanistan we had it stabilized and with a with a small handful of 
of troops. 2,500 is not a large number. As far as us coming to the aid of Israel now or doing whatever, uh, it's very unfortunate, and again, this is my opinion, but it's very unfortunate that we have the leader that we do, and he's not a leader, he's a, he's a socialist, and uh, he is not a leader at all, and I don't think there's any country in the world that respects Biden for anything, because he's basically done nothing other than run. And as far as I'm concerned, we have obligations that go back many, many, many years, and you know, the difference between this administration and Trump, Trump didn't mind standing up and saying, we are going to be there for our friends, and you could count on him being there. And uh, Biden, you can't count on for anything, and it's a shame. And, uh, you know, it's... It's like everything else that we talk about on, on our different shows. And I deal with, in fact, tomorrow I'm going to uh, the World War II Roundtable and be addressing veterans. Uh, and, you know, we as a country, and you know this, Michael, we can handle anything if we're told the truth. And I don't know of a veteran one that if called upon today, and I'm... I'm way past the age, but if I was called upon to re-up, I'd do it in a heartbeat. And so would any and any number of friend, veteran friends that I have. And we just need a leader that explains what we're going to do and does it. And when I say leader, I not only mean Biden but he has the worst administration I've ever seen. And we've got a gutless wonder as the general and head chief of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And uh, uh, he, he is just, and I can't believe some of these people that are in the positions they're in. Uh, so to answer your question, I would have no problem with going back in. And uh, certainly, we need to protect our best ally over there, which is Israel. That's my opinion. Well, let me, I'll just say this. And David, you've known me since I've been here. I've been a pro-Israel advocate. I have traveled other countries, shown the humanitarian work that Israel has done to help others. I am the only journalist in the state of Israel to sue Al Jazeera for fake news, not only against myself and inside Israel, but also against the state of Israel. And so I'm, I'm still an advocate and, and uh, uh, for the Jewish people. But what I've learned is, David, and it's very shocking to me, and let me tell you, I want, to, I want your viewers to, to listen to this very closely. Because I have given a lot in this country in the past nine years. I've never made not one bit of profit off of all of my journalism work for nine years. I've been very blessed. It wasn't until recently that I opened a GoFundMe page, because nobody's getting rich here. 
my point in saying that is I actually did a video because just a month and a half ago, two months ago, the current prime minister, Natalie Bennett, said with the minister of defense, Benny Gantz, said that Iran is two months from the nuke. So I actually, I thought, okay, I've heard that before. I heard that when, when Benjamin Netanyahu was prime minister, uh, he had stood up before the UN and talked about centrifuges and water and all this other stuff. You know, I'm not a, a nuclear scientist and, you know, I, I have the general terms and understanding of the general terms. Uh, but as far as the fine details that they talk about, okay, that's something different. But I, I did a Google search, and I looked up the term. I, I just typed in, and you can do it yourself, everyone that's listening. Israel, comma, two months from the nuke. Israel, type in something that affects Israel, Iran, two months from the nuke, okay? This phrase has been used going clear back from my findings, going clear back to 2007. Now, I did a whole video on this, but we have a government insider here in Israel. We have a government insider that we interview on a regular basis to give us updates for what is happening here within the government and to help us have a better understanding. Because a lot of the media that we see generalizes what's happening here. They don't go into depth. That's my job at Insight to Israel, is to do the research, pull out the facts, and present them to you to give you a deeper and broader view about what's happening here on the ground that the general media, even the independent and the Christian journalists, refuse to talk about. But my government insider sent me an article from 1984 and it reads, the front page of this Israeli newspaper in Hebrew, translating into English, says, Iran is, the final, is in the final stages of making a nuclear bomb. Now, the reason why I ask you that question, David, is, is because while I am definitely a patriot, uh, I worked for Bush, I worked for McCain, I worked for a lot of senators and congressmen in Washington, D.C. I'm a patriot, I'm right-wing, I'm a Christian. But since Corona, I've, I question everything now, as we all should. And that even means government policy. And that's what's brought about my questioning of hearing over and over and over and over again that Iran is two months from the nuke. You have to Google it in. You'll be quite shocked at how many times it's been repeated over the past 20-plus years. With that being said, I did this video recently showing not only how many times it's been said... Michael, we, we need to take to a break. Are you with me? Yeah, we need to take a break. Okay. And uh, we'll be back with Michael Gano from Israel right after a couple of messages.
love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio. Or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show's hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. Hey, folks, this is Victor Armendariz with the On Point with Victor show right here from the America's Web Radio studios with some great news. You need to mark your calendars December 23rd, and that's a Thursday. From 12 to 3, I will be guest hosting for the Eric Erickson Show. That's the nationally syndicated Eric Erickson Show, your humble host right here from America's Web Radio, On Point with Victor. I will be guest hosting for the Eric Erickson Show from 12 to 3, December 23rd, and that's a Thursday. Mark it down. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. All right, and we're back. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel on America's Web Radio. One of the programs out of many that is bringing you the truth about what is happening in the United States and around the world. And I want to say thank you to everyone that's listening. You are amazing. You're fantastic. And I want to say... Uh, thank you to David Moxley and all the guys at America's Web Radio for bringing this truth and, and allowing me to, to present to you the facts on the ground about what's happening here in Israel. Uh, so we were talking about Iran. Well, I, I went over, if you, if you were listening in the first segment, about how many times the, the, the phrase two months from the nuke used by the Israeli government. Let me, let me clarify. This is not a reflection on the Jewish people at large, okay? Uh, I'm going to give you a, a fine example when it comes to the injection. Uh, a large portion of the people here have taken it. Why? Because they trust their government, and they almost, to some degree, they've been conditioned that way to not question. And uh, this... Uh, this conditioning also bleeds into other areas. When you have constant attacks from Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran and Syria, uh, you know, you, you, there's a dependency on the government created to protect you, and I completely understand that. There's no disrespect for that. At the same time, it doesn't mean we know that governments are inherently corrupt. And if the governments are not held responsible and accountable by the people, they will abuse their standing. Uh, and, and whatever freedoms they take, they will not give back. And that's what's happened here in Israel. We talked about uh, Corona a lot here and the restrictions and the lockdowns and the, the forced coercion, the advertising, people losing their jobs, things like that. But I want to stick to Iran, and I'll tell you why, because... Uh, there's an article, because we've heard this, and what, what, what in turn happens to, to the only quote-unquote democracy in the Middle East when they scream, and I'm not saying Iran's not a threat. What I'm saying is there's a repetition, repetition here that should, I, I think, 
in my opinion, that should not be taken very seriously. Michael, what this does is it creates this the, the Israeli government to come to the United States for weapons procurement, for military aid, money, things of that sort. We get billions of dollars a year to Israel. The problem I have is not only with this rhetoric, and again, also the Christian community in the United States. Those who bless Israel will be blessed. Uh, and I'm not taking light of the scripture. What I am saying is that if you look at the, the history of Israel biblically, there was a time that Israel had wicked kings. The Jews were banished from Israel twice because of their wickedness. God kicked them out. So were we supposed to stand with the government of Israel, standing with the Jewish people, and standing with the government of Israel and its policies are two different things, but we've been conditioned to believe that it's one and the same, and it's not. Michael, it let, me ask you, not. let me ask you, uh, is this part of this because, and, and this goes back to before World War II, but is this because Israel as a state controls all media and that's how they indoctrinate the public? The, the, the state of Israel does control every bit of the media here. As a matter of fact, and, and look, the before Corona, the uh, what they call the Shabak, which is the FBI of Israel, and the 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 um, the Mossad were caught monitoring everyone's cell phones. They've been doing it for years, monitoring everyone's cell phones. So when they got caught, and it wasn't by the government because the government put their stamp of approval on it. When they got caught, they came back and they apologized and said, we did away with the program. Well, come on, folks. They, you, don't, you don't just start a program, spend money on it and resources, manpower, and, and then just do away with it. So, but the key is, and with what I'm saying is, you didn't see a big uprising of legal attorneys and protests and things like that, things you'd see in the U.S. normally over situations like this. You, you didn't see that at all. It was, the mentality was, okay, it's my government, what can I do? That's the mentality. And it's very sad. It's a very weak mentality. And, and you're right, David, the, the government does control the media. They may say that they don't, but I think that's been very evident with Corona. When the government openly says that anyone, the Ministry of Justice, anyone that speaks negatively or gives disinformation about corona will be banned, blocked, and even criminally prosecuted by the Department of Justice or the Ministry of Justice for misinformation about corona. Here's my point. When a government says it, it doesn't mean that they've done it. I don't know of any cases that they've done it. It's the simple fact that they're willing to take the bold step to say it. And that's what's troublesome, that they have that boldness to say it in a country that is supposed to be a democracy. If they'll say that about corona, what else will they do it concerning? What other issues? So that's a very good question, David. The media is controlled by the government here. Uh, let me come back to Iran, and here's why I'm troubled by this, because, I, David, I'll be honest with you, now that I look back, you know, we were sold a bill of goods in Iraq and Afghanistan, Okay, we should have been hunting Osama bin Laden, and I understand the strategic 
uh, function there to coordinate with the tribes there, okay, and to hunt him down. At the end of the day, he was in Pakistan. Iraq is a different story, and I think we should have never been in Iraq. I think we wasted blood and treasure there, and it said the military-industrial complex. We built the biggest embassy in the world in Iraq, and we got nothing back from it. And I don't believe, if we're going to, our soldiers, in my opinion, I was not a soldier, so I'm just giving you my opinion. If we're going to fight a war, you go in, you create mass destruction, you destroy, you you accomplish your mission, and you leave. That's it. Uh, to say that we're going to keep creating enemies, that's always going to be anyway. But my problem here with, with, with Iran is the fact that Israel is asking us, okay, if you're not going to help us with, with Iran, supply us the weapons to do it. Well, first of all, Israel is one of the most weapons-advanced countries in the world. The problem I have with Iran is because China is so closely involved with Iran. And in my opinion, when I see Iran doing business with the UAE, look it up, the UAE, Bahrain, these are countries that are crying for weapons from the United States, and they're buying them from Europe. And yet they do billions of dollars of business with Iran. So if Iran is a threat, in fact, I just got an article, which I'm going to pull up here real quick, and if you have a question, David, jump in. Well, obviously we have uh, Afghanistan uh, with as a Trader Joe's right at the moment. Uh, they've got more of our equipment than we do, and I'm sure that every country in the world is buying from them and stealing our technology by doing it. And, and this is the thing, because uh, let's see, look up the Belt and Road Initiative and you will see all of the countries involved with Communist China, which is Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, all the Muslim countries here in the Middle East. So Iran, if Iran is a threat to the Middle East, to destabilizing what they call, folks, you need to listen to this. As the United States goes down, as they, as the Israeli government forbids Americans to come here unless they're injected, and separating families, Jewish families in the U.S. from Jewish families here in Israel, you no longer see this promotion of the of American tourism. You you don't see it at all here. You know what you see? You you see the promotion of tourism to Dubai, to the UAE. To Muslim countries and to China. So what we see is we see Israel, who was supposed to be our ally, promoting more Muslim countries than Communist China. There's an there's an article. Uh, right now, these talks are going on. The United States is not uh, is not involved. We're observing these talks. And what I can't understand is, is why, if the United States is an ally, why we're not involved? That's that's the question I have. Uh, Michael, let's uh, on that note. Give me one second. Let's take a break while you're looking that up. 
And uh, okay. we'll be back with Michael Gano right after a couple of messages. Hey, folks, this is Victor Armendariz with the On Point with Victor show right here from the America's Web Radio Studios with some great news. You need to mark your calendars December 23rd, and that's a Thursday. From 12 to 3, I will be guest hosting for the Eric Erickson Show. That's the nationally syndicated Eric Erickson Show, your humble host right here from America's Web Radio, On Point with Victor. I will be guest hosting for the Eric Erickson Show from 12 to 3, December 23rd, and that's a Thursday. Mark it down. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show's hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. Do you love classic and special interest cars? If so, listen to our podcast every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on America's Web Radio or find us on your favorite podcast site, iTunes, Spotify, or any of the others out there. We'll talk about classic cars. We'll talk to car guys. We'll talk to clubs that are here at our facility here in Classic Auto Mall. And we'll also talk about Classic Auto Mall and how we can help you sell your classic or special interest car. So give us a listen every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel on America's Web Radio, and I want to say thank you to David Moxley and all the guys and all the listeners. Go to Insight to Israel on Facebook and watch all of our video updates, our uh, commentary, and our interviews with Israelis on the ground telling you the truth about what's happening here and around the world. We're interviewing Jews from all across Europe. We have connections there. They're talking about what's happening with their family members here, what's happening in the countries they're in when it comes to, uh, especially when it comes to Corona. This is a very important time because Corona is no longer and never has been about saving your life. Corona has been about government control, plain and simple, plain and simple. Okay, so I found, let me tell you how much money, get this, David, Iraq does $9 billion worth of trade with Iran. The UAE does $2.5 billion. Dubai is in the UAE, that's one of the major tourist cities. Oman, Jordan does $450 million. Qatar, $200 million. Kuwait, $180 million. Syria, $160 million. And Bahrain, $10 million worth of trade with Iran. Now, if Iran is such a threat, why are these countries doing business? Now, there's an article that just came out just the other day, and let me read it to you. This is out of Israeli National News. The United Arab Emirates, the UAE, is pressuring Israel to sell it billions of dollars in air defense systems. That would be, there's two main air defense systems that Israel has. One is called the Iron Dome, which many of you have heard of if you follow anything about Israel. The other is called David Slay. The Iron Dome shoots down rockets. David Sling shoots down missiles. There's a difference between the two. Israel is currently refusing to sit. Now, this is a, a country in the Abraham Accords that Israel has become very good friends with. Okay? Israel is currently refusing to sell the systems... To the UAE, sources in Jerusalem fear that due to the UAE's recent reapproachment with Iran, which is of great concern in Israel, the pressure from Abu Dhabi will be renewed to execute the deal. 
So, if, so UAE is putting a lot of pressure on Israel, screaming to the United States we need weapons, screaming to Israel we need weapons, Iran is a threat. Keep in mind, billions of dollars in trade with Iran and with communist China. The UAE's desire for advanced air defense batteries developed by Israel, especially the Iron Dome and David Sling system, began before the signing of the Abraham Accords. Other countries that do not have agreements with Israel, such as Saudi Arabia, have also expressed great interest in such security deals on the understanding that the Iranian threat affects all parties involved. Do you trust a Muslim country, ladies and gentlemen? Do you trust a country? Now, I know our media lies and says, look, the Muslim countries are changing. Folks, they haven't changed. They have no freedom of speech. Women are fifth-class citizens, okay? No Christianity is allowed at all, at all. And yet they're all crying. They're all Muslim, but the Sunni and Shia Muslims are doing business together, and yet they want our, us to sell them weapons. Following the signing of the Abraham Accords and the, established, uh, the establishment of diplomatic relations between Israel and the UAE, Emirate pressure on the issue intensified, but Israel refuses to advance the deal. The reason is, first and foremost, security. At any given time within the UAE, there are Iranian elements. And the presence of these sensitive systems in a country to which Iran has free access is not something that Israel can afford at this stage. Despite the UAE's fears and of Iranian offensive and its nuclear program, the UAE and Iran not only have diplomatic relations, but also have full trade relations. And in the West, in Israel, the United States, Europe, and the UAE, is seen as a main source of violations of international sanctions against Iran. Now, folks, let me say something very clear. I want to make this very clear. I stand only, only with the two million Jews that refuse to take this injection because this, this is very closely tied together, that refuse to take this injection, that don't want it, that don't want the green passport technology that is used to monitor every aspect of your life. It was made by the Israeli government, and the Israeli military sold to communist China. Now they're selling it to the nation. Israel is not a victim. Let me emphasize this. The government of Israel is not a victim here as much as they cry. They are knowingly doing business with countries like communist China. You know that the startup, they call this startup nation. Since 2016, over 50% of the money for the startups in this country, and we're getting ready to do a whole uh, interview about this with our government insider. Since 2016, over 50% of the funds that go towards giving money to Israeli startups and the field of technology has come from communist China. So while Israel cries, we need the U.S. to help us Christians in the name of God. Those who bless Israel will be blessed. We're the only democracy in the Middle East. They're being fully funded, and this country's being bought out because the government's making money by communist China. My question is, why do you need the United States? 
and I say this with all respect to the Jewish people that I love, but I'm telling you, this is a Jewish government, so I have the right to say it as a journalist here. Let the Jews in the government, who have stripped their own people of their human rights, burning the Nuremberg Code to try and force this injection on them, let them go to the communist Chinese they love so much to get their money from. Why don't they go to the communist Chinese? Because China and Iran are very closely tied. Iran sells them cheap oil. Iran sells them weapons. So why, do, why again, is the, is the government of Israel calling on the United States to provide them not only with weapons, but they want a troop presence here? Now imagine, I want you to imagine this, David, David and then I'm going to let you throw something out there if it's on your mind. Imagine that if we helped Israel and not only put troops on the ground here, more troops, and that's what we need, more soldiers. But also, we helped in an airstrike on Iran, China's closest ally. What do you think communist China might have to say about that? It's not a matter... I don't know that it's a matter of what they have to say, but what they would do. And, uh, you know, uh, this is where we need leadership. And, again, I point to the fact that we don't have it. And... What you just brought up is a, a scary question. What what would China do? And if China does it, what's Russia going to do with it? And uh, what our this administration has displayed since being sworn in is they don't have a clue about anything. And, right. you know, one of the scariest things that happened within the last couple of weeks was Biden negotiating with Putin. If you think about it, that's enough to scare you to death. So, Let me ask you something, though, David. Sure. Do you think it's that they don't have a clue or they have a plan and they're executing it? There's a difference between the two. Well, between I, not knowing what to do or how to execute something that's in our favor that we would agree with and a plan that would, as we can see on the border, on the southern border, that would drag our country deeper in the ground, while the wealthy, like Bezos and all the people in the government, are already millionaires, and we're left with nothing. Would you say it's they don't know, or would you say it's a plan to destroy us from within? I would say you're correct on that, uh, destroying us from within, and... This started many, many, many years ago, back in the 50s, as a matter of fact. And uh, they are doing one heck of a job of it. And, you know, it's a combination, I think now it's a combination of both. That Yes, they, there is a group in the administration that I believe, like you said, is destroying us from within. They've done it by capturing universities and professors and that trickling that down now to our grade schools and at the same time maybe it is a plan totally a plan and in the meantime they have made the worst decisions of any administration ever as far as foreign policies are concerned in my opinion and uh, yep. you know it just uh People have people in the United States have to wake up and realize what's going on. And unfortunately, 
a lot of folks are sleeping right through it. And it's going to, we're closer than we've ever been. And I think that uh, there are only a few people that really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, David, you, 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 you laid it out very nicely. Let me read you an article that came out in Forbes uh, in March of this year, or April 2021. China and Iran signed $400 accord, a power shift, threatens Western energy. March 27th saw the culmination of a half a decade of negotiations between Beijing and Tehran, with foreign ministers meeting to sign a 25-year, $400 billion strategic and economic partnership. The specifics of the agreement are largely in line with China's ongoing Belt and Road Initiative. Folks, I'm telling you, look up Belt and Road Initiative You'll see every Muslim country involved. You'll see the African countries involved, many African countries that are broke, and China went in and infiltrated them financially. And you will see Israel signed on the dotted line with communist China, the Israeli government, signed on the dotted line with communist China and the Belt and Road Initiative. And this is what I come back to. I now have to ask myself this question. If the, if the state of Israel and its government, excluding, and look, I people in this country love the United States, but what is happening right underneath their nose, they're either stupid, the people in this country are absolutely either stupid or lethargic. It's one of the two. But most of the time, it's never talked about in this country. And we're getting ready to do a video. Actually, we, we, if you go to our Insight Israel page, I, I was looking around one day. Listen, folks, we're in an economic downturn, okay, globally. But Israel, the state of Israel, the government keeps building, building, building. Folks, it's unbelievable the building projects taking here. Skyscrapers, apartment buildings, and we're talking multi, multi-million dollar apartment buildings. Multi-billion dollar office buildings. And I'm asking myself, where is all this money coming from? Because it takes years to strategize and do planning and investment into this type of projects, folks. It takes years. So I called a good friend of mine, and it's, who's also a journalist, who has his own program, and you'll see some of his videos on our Insight to Israel Facebook page. And I called him last week, and I said, I'm, I'm, I just never looked at it. He said, Michael, that's a good question. Because it's funny, I was asking myself that same question last week, and there's not too many people that I can coordinate with that are asking the same questions that I am. And he said, I'm glad you called. They just did a whole video on it, which is on the Insight to Israel page. China is buying up the state of Israel. And the state of Israel is selling. So again, I asked the question, are those who bless Israel will be blessed? Folks, let me say this. I do not negate the Word of God. But what I do do is, if the people I'm supposed to be blessing aren't lined up with the Word of God, that's something different. So we have to start asking ourselves, do we want blood and treasure 
spent on the on the government of Israel at their expense, okay, to protect the country that the government of Israel is allowing to be purchased by communist China, who's investing billions of dollars in technology that Israel develops and will get their hands on when it comes to American weaponry. You know, at the same token, Michael, China is buying up the U.S. I mean, they're doing exactly what they're doing in Israel, but they're doing it in the U.S. as well. They, uh, <laughs> I, they're build, they're buying complexes, they're buying office complexes, they're buying up everything that's for sale in the United States. And they're making no bones about it. And guess who else is buying, David? The, the Muslims from Muslim countries who send that money back to Iran, to Saudi Arabia, to UAE, to all the countries involved with communist China who are involved in the Belt and Road Initiative. It's, uh, well, like I said, America, well... The world needs to wake up and see what's happening. And at some point, something's going to have to be done about it. And unfortunately, I only see one answer, and it may be the destruction of the world. I don't know. But Well, David, I'll say this. I want to give a word of encouragement to your listeners. I'm telling you, folks. God is our only hope. God is our only hope because man's system is self-destructive. And I don't care if it's corona or whatever, you better have a plan B. You better have a plan B. That's all I'm saying. I want to encourage you. I've had a plan B because we know economic destruction is coming, folks. There's no way around it. The World Economic Forum is telling you this as the global system lines up. And Israel is at the heart of that. We may not see it in the forefront, but this is the belly of the beast. This is the belly of the beast. And whether it's economically, whether it's militarily, we know all, listen folks, we got Armageddon which will happen here, Gog and Magog, if you've studied your Bible, will happen here. And Israel is not the victim in this, let me say that. Many of the Jewish people are. Many are of the Jewish people are victims to their own Jewish government. Which is, they just held, I want you to imagine this, they just held the first international children's transgender conference right here in Israel a month and a half ago. And I, as a believer, am supposed to support that? I don't think so. Again, does it line up with the Bible? Are the people we're supposed to support? I'm not talking about not supporting the Jewish people. I'm talking about not supporting the Israeli government and their decisions to sell out to godless ideologies and mentalities and to communist China. Don't disagree with me at all. By the way, let all. me add, there are Jews trying to leave Israel, I want to say this openly, and I'm helping them leave. If you want more information on that, because once again, the Jews are fighting for their freedom. 
if you want more information on help, how to help a Jew leave Israel and get out of this place, I promise you, it will be a blessed investment. I know a mother right now with two children that has very little money that's trying to flee out of Israel and come back to the U.S. And we're trying to raise money for her, for her and her two kids. She's an American citizen also. Hmm. Any thoughts, David? It's, well, I say this about most of our shows, as a matter of fact. And as you know better than I, you have and we have everything at our hands as far as information goes. But as a society, world society, we're too lazy to look it up and find out what's really going on. And it's, you know, this is, I guess my, my theme is education, education, and more education. And this is why we have the shows on America's web radio that we do. Uh, I can't, I've never been to Israel. I want to go to Israel. But this is the closest I can get at this moment, and that's listening to you. Otherwise, I'd have no idea because we, we don't. When I was in broadcast many years ago, and you can check back with Chad Huntley and David Brinkley or Walter Cronkite, at the end of their shows, they always had a stack of papers and you'd see them sign off on what they had just broadcast. You don't wow, see wow. that anymore today because you don't know which lie they're telling or fake news or whatever you want to call it. But back then, a, an announcer didn't give his opinion. He gave what he was given to read, and that was the news story. We don't have news anymore. We have opinions. And, you know, if we didn't have stations, in, in my feeling anyway, like America's Web Radio, where we tell the truth, we've told the truth on COVID-19, we've told the truth on oxychloroquine, we've told the truth on everything that we do. And we've had our hands slapped a couple of times because we told the truth <laughs> and somebody didn't like it. But we still believe in telling the truth. And where else would a person go to get the information that you've given us today, Michael? David, and that's why I want to encourage people. People, those that are listening, I want to encourage you. Please, ask for our information. You Listen, Insight to Israel's videos are being downloaded and re-uploaded in foreign languages. Because people love the Jewish people, they love Israel, they know this is, this is where it's happening, this is where it all started, this is where it all will end. And they're taking those videos, folks, they're spreading them around the world, it's shocking to me. I'm telling you, I get text messages from South America, from, from the islands in, in, in the Bahamas, okay, from, from Asia, from the Philippines, I get messages from South America, from all over Europe, from Russia, uh, from Africa. Michael, we didn't know. Please keep telling the truth. From Israelis, they send me messages all the time. Michael, thank you. Go to the Insight to Israel page. See the comments of Israelis. 
that are saying thank you, Insight to Israel, for, for helping us voice what's happening here that the media is not talking about. And it's so important that you support David Moxley and America's Web Radio uh, and, 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 and the truth that they're telling and then going to Insight to Israel on Facebook. Listen, all I'm doing is asking you to go there and watch the videos and share them. That's it. I'm not asking you for anything else. We need this truth to get out because the voice of two million plus Jews. And listen, now the government says if you haven't taken the third injection, you're like those who have not taken any injection at all. I've not taken any. But you're back to square one. Now in January, they're calling for number four. Hmm. And the current prime minister wanted to lock down, just like what they're doing in Austria. They wanted to lock down everyone that has not taken the injection, whether it's the, to begin with, if you haven't taken any, or if you've only taken the first two, they wanted to lock down everyone. And thank God it didn't happen. They're, they're going to do it, though. It's only a matter of time. You know, uh, you made a very good point, and we've been making this point the same one in different in different voices in different ways but I've never thought the coronavirus obviously it killed millions and can kill more but the bottom line of the coronavirus was giving different governments the power and the they scared people you know and they wanted to see how far they could go in these mandates and telling their population what they can do and what they can't do and see how far they could get and <laughs> they've gotten pretty far you know and uh, yeah. it, it's like the number of military uh, thousands of our Air Force personnel uh, have been dismissed today because they refused, for religious reasons or whatever reason, not to take the vax. And uh, they've been relieved of duty. And how far this is going to go, uh, you know, I'm not sure, Michael. You could probably clarify it. Has the fuse been lit yet? Uh, I'll say this. If you want to know what's happening, now, David, I, listen, I believe in God's Word. I believe that there's godly people out there that are warning us about what's coming. But at the same time, let me tell you, you don't have to go very far to understand where to get your information. Go to the World Economic Forum website, and they'll tell you, yes, there's going to be a big crash of the Internet because of people that are trying to, you know, infiltrate. There's going to be a locking down of the power grid system. Uh, you know, wintertime's coming. Wintertime's coming. We're all going to be stuck inside. So if you get sick, listen, there are, there's doctors here that are risking their life and saying, do not go to the hospitals here in Israel. Do not go. You already know that they've injected kids in the U.S. without parental consent. They've injected them. They don't care about you, ladies and gentlemen. You better grab a hold of your doctors in the U.S. You better grab them by the collar and by the neck. And you better make sure that they're doing the right thing. You better hold them accountable. 
I'm telling you, start it. Thank God for the U.S. Constitution, because Israel doesn't have that. Israel's con- Israel doesn't have a constitution that spells out human rights and what your freedoms are. The U.S. Constitution does. You better, at the state and local level, start there. You better grab them by the neck, and you better hold them accountable, because they will strip you, and they'll walk on your corpse to take your freedom. Amen. You know, Michael, I, I was... I didn't know whether I was going to say this today or not or make any point of it, but I will. Uh, before I left this morning to come to the office, to the studios, I turned on TV, and quite frankly, I've, the more that keeps happening, the less I keep watching. I watch my Western channel, and I watch Westerns, and <laughs> that's because I'm not too smart, but I can tell the good guy and the bad guy, you know? And, uh, right. I like shooting the bad guy. But anyway, my point being is that I turn on television to whatever news channel it might be. And again, I've never seen anything like this. They'll have a panel on of four or five people, and they're all yelling at each other. Everybody's yelling at each other. And everybody's an expert. And everybody knows what's going to happen next and you know they're but they're yelling at each other and i just it's driving me over the cliff you turn on to get the news and uh no matter what the subject is they're yelling and i just you know where did this come from i i it's just blows my mind and i and i didn't have a whole lot of mind to blow and so it's it's really hurting but you know, with that being said, we're going to have to get out of here, Michael. And uh, I want to thank you for another great show that will be posted on our website probably by the end of the day. And uh, thank you for telling the truth and giving us the truth about what's going on in Israel. We need it. You're welcome, David. I love you guys. Stay strong. Keep doing what you're doing and keep supporting America's Web Radio. Thank you. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.